I'm in. I'm in. Welcome to Space Hunter with who you with, Kurt, bro. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Welcome, welcome to Space Hunter with who you with, Kurt, bro. Welcome to Space Hunter with who you with, Kurt, bro. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Welcome, welcome to Space Hunter with who you with, Kurt, bro. Welcome, welcome to Space Hunter with who you with, Kurt, bro. I'm in. Welcome, I'm in. Welcome, I'm in. Welcome, I'm in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Space Hunter with who you with, Kurt, bro. Welcome to Space Hunter with who you with, Kurt, bro. I'm in. Welcome, welcome, I'm in. Welcome, welcome, I'm in. Welcome, welcome, I'm in. Welcome, welcome, I'm in. Welcome to Space Hunter with who you with, Kurt, bro. Welcome, welcome to Space Hunter with who you with, Kurt, bro. I'm in. Welcome, welcome, I'm in. Welcome, welcome, I'm in. Welcome, welcome, I'm in. Welcome, welcome to speak on it. Welcome, welcome to speak on it. I'm in. Welcome to speak on it. Welcome, welcome to speak on it. I'm in. Welcome to speak on it. Welcome, welcome to speak on it. I'm in. Welcome to speak. Welcome to speak. Welcome to speak. Welcome. I'm in. Welcome to speak. 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 I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Who you with, Kurt Dow? Yo, what's going on? Happy Monday to everybody. Hope y'all had a great day today. Man, we back again on a Monday night. You can chat live with us in the uh, chat room. Have a lot of stories we're going to try to run through tonight. Um, tell a friend, like, share. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm laughing because of a text I just got. <laughs> um, okay. But, um, definitely, uh, join us live. You can chat live with us in the, in the chat room. Um, as you can see, the highlights for tonight, uh, Coach Sanders, um, then also Foot Locker. Then we're also going to talk about, uh, Pastor Ricky Rush, um, and also, um, Donald Trump. <laughs> We're going to talk about him a little bit, too. So um, let's get it started. You can chat live with us in the chat room. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Um, man, Coach Sanders, he said to call him Coach Sanders now. No more prime time. He got the um, head coaching job at JSU. Um, I'm not sure what the record like, but I have a lot of friends that go to JSU, and I know it's off the chain now, so I can just imagine what's going to happen at JSU since uh, Deion Sanders is the head coach over the football. As he said in his video earlier, the ink had dried, and it's out now. So um, congratulations to Deion, uh, I'm sorry, Coach Sanders, as he said it. He won't answer anything else except Coach Sanders. So, congratulations to you. Um, also, uh, just in case y'all didn't know, welcome to the show, TCAL. Always faithful listener. I appreciate you for su supporting the show. Um, in case y'all didn't know, if you're not registered to vote yet, uh, you still have until October the 5th. Well, starting tomorrow, you could go to foot, lock foot lockers across the, across the U.S. And they're setting up all these stores to be able to register people to vote. 
they teamed up with a nonprofit um, that could get you registered to vote in Texas. I know you have until the 5th of October to get registered, but um, I know how we love going to Foot Locker. Well, go for a purpose this time, not only for shoes, but to also make sure you get registered. And once you get registered, make sure you uh, take advantage and also uh, uh, go ahead and, and vote come November the 3rd. So uh, that's a good thing Foot Locker is doing. Now, people say, oh, I'm not going to vote because my vote don't count. If you pay attention to what's going on, all of NBA is going to open their arenas up for voting for uh, voting locations. Then you have Foot Lockers who is teaming up with uh, nonprofit organizations to get people registered to vote. That's how important this this election is for, because here it is. They want us to vote. People are going to try to prevent you from voting, but uh, allow your voice to be heard because we definitely need to um, get out and vote. Come uh, uh, November the 3rd, we need to vote. So definitely make sure you are registered to vote. And I say it all the time. Go to vote.org. If you have a, a felon on your record, um, go to vote.org. Most states, you can get your your uh, voting rights back as long as you paid all your dues and you're not on papers anymore. You can get your voting right back. So definitely uh, uh, go to vote.org to see if um, see if you can register in your state. Every state is different. So and it only takes probably less than 30 seconds to get a response. Um, I've done it. I've looked. I did it several ways to kind of see some ideas, but it all depends on your state. So go to vote.org. Make sure you check your registration. Even if you already registered to vote, please check your registration. Make sure it haven't expired or it won't expire before November the 3rd. So um, definitely uh, do that. Uh, Miss Lockett, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming in tonight. And you can chat live with us in the chat room. Uh, man, I I ran across the story yesterday. And I was like, well, I only seen one person talked about it. But then I seen a video today uh, talking about Pastor Ricky Rush. Apparently, um, some people have came out, talked about, uh, accused him of sexual and physical assault. Um, I guess when he was at Skyline High School here in Dallas, um, I guess if he ended up um, having to discipline a child and get him lips or whatever, in some cases, they was told to pull their pants down. I believe in the video I seen today, uh, it was an NBC5 interviewing the 
investigator for the Dallas Morning News. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. Um, but they was uh, talking about it. said at one point someone uh, passed out from it. Um, the story I read yesterday says some other things that that have gone on. I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know any other people. Um, I hope I don't can't tell you if the story is true or not, but Dallas Morning News is the one that is investigating it. And what they said in the in the video today, there's no police charges been filed. Uh, Pastor Rush did make a statement through his attorney and they highlighted he did not deny the allegation. So I cannot tell you personally if it's true or not. But what I will tell the people, you know, um, pray for everybody involved. Because if it is true, you got to pay, uh, pray for the victims. Because I guess he stopped teaching at DISD many years ago. And it's just now coming out. And when you when you've been abused some type of way, you never know when it's going to come out. And you have to pray for the victim and, and pray for him, too, um, for his family, because it's going to affect them also, his wife and his daughter. So uh, definitely keep them lifted up in prayers. I don't know if it's true or not. When I seen the story yesterday, I was like, well, I'm going to wait on it and see. And then today I seen other outlet have it. And then I seen that video today. It was um, NBC5 did an interview with the um, investigator for, for the Dallas Morning News. So just keep him and everybody involved in, in your prayers and if if he did it, he got to do the time. Unfortunately, um, like I said, nobody get a pass. Nobody get a pass. If you wrong, you wrong, and you got to be held accountable for it. But if if it's not wrong, if this false allegation, but well, the person that's reporting it need to be held accountable too. So we're gonna keep a eye on this story because it's um that's a that's kind of a big fish to uh to just get away with and uh, hopefully everything work out for him and his family praying for them and um that's the only thing we could do at this point in praying for the victims because they are the ones that have been carrying this. If it is true, they've been carrying it for a while. And they finally are coming out. And they really need prayers, too. Um, then we're going to go on over to uh, um, Trump. Yeah, I ran across a story last night after I got off the air. Um, it was on Twitter where Trump 
is talking about signing an executive order to keep Biden from becoming president. Yeah, that's that same thing I said when I read. I said, no, this have to be a joke. This happened. That have to be fake news. But unfortunately, it wasn't. He said it Saturday at his rally in North Carolina. He definitely said it. So it's um, it's. I don't know. <laughs> we need to get him some help too, because uh, I believe Mary Trump was telling the truth. He have some mental issues that need to be addressed, because every day something new come out crazy out of his mouth. Um, just like I think it was last week or the week before, he come telling people, "Hey." Uh, in North Carolina, I believe, or South Carolina, one of the Carolinas, telling them, go ahead and vote twice. Uh, vote twice. Go ahead and do it. And if you vote twice, you're going to jail. So if you're crazy enough to follow that man to go out and vote twice, where you going to jail? <laughs> That's all to it. No if and a buts about it. You can't say what he told us to. You got to be smarter than that. So, um, so if you go out and vote twice, you're going to jail. Bottom line, you're gonna go. Now we have an incident here in in Texas where um, a young lady wasn't sure if she could vote. She voted, and now she's facing charges, which it doesn't add up for the crime so um so you listen to trump you want to and go out there and try to vote twice and see what happened you're going to jail um also since we're talking about that fool um over in fairfax uh, virginia this weekend there's another thing we got to be concerned about when we go and vote come November the 3rd, or even early voting, um, some protesters showed up. Well, they wasn't protesters. Some Trump supporters showed up at the polls on Saturday in Fairfax, Virginia. I believe it was the second day of uh, early voting. And they showed up with Trump flags and trying to intimidate the people that was going to vote. If if y'all have that type of problem, uh, regardless of where you at, um, go ahead and call um, call the, uh, I want to say the Secretary of State, report it, and let them send some federal agents out there. Because here it is in 2020. There's no way in hell we should be, someone should be trying to intimidate someone to keep them from voting. So definitely, um, if you have any problems at the poll, at the poll, uh, call your local election office and um, also the Secretary of State, and they should have someone on call 
that can handle the complaints to come out there to see what's going on. So I will try to get the number here in Texas um, for the next show tomorrow night where um, we can make sure or if someone know the number, put it up in the chat um, because we need to make sure there's no foolishness going on. If you can, like I said a while ago, you can see how important this is because we have major companies that are opening their doors. Um, the NBA opening all of their arenas and turning them into voting location uh, to make it easy for everyone to vote. And Trump, um, he's going to try to do everything he can to try to steal this election like he stole the last one. Um, but it's not going to happen this time. He have to go. He got to go. What's going on, Radio? I'm glad you came back tonight. Um, uh, you're right. How did the Republican Party go from a candidate like Mick Romney to Trump so far? It doesn't make sense. Well, the thing is, what a, what Trump do, his campaign was about scaring people to vote for him. Um, the, the bully type campaign. And that's what he's still trying to do today, which... People have to open their eyes and say, you know what? He did this four years ago. And now he's trying to do it again. And people are so blind where they cannot. If they compare it to where they were four years ago to today. Some of them doing worse than what they did four years ago. With all the broken promises that he said he was going to do before he got in office because he lied and said he was going to have Mexico pay for that wall. Mexico told him, no, we're not. We're not paying for that wall. And guess what? They didn't. So Trump tried to cut, cut costs to get, to take money from other areas to get the to get the wall built. And if you notice, he haven't said much about the wall lately. He's been quiet on that. So that's the type of things that he used talking about the illegals um, coming over from Mexico and taking jobs and stuff. But he's also been fined before from having um, illegal workers working for him at his hotels. So that's part of the problem because they looking at Oh, we can hire this person and pay them less money than what we will pay someone else. Then, of course, you making more money because you have less going out. And then um, um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he's still getting his his uh, ties and hats made over in uh, China. Why he talking about China so much? He don't get them made here. Because it's cheaper to get it made there. But he say making American great again. If you really want to make American great, why don't you bring your product back to America and pay a fair wage to get the product made 
instead of trying to get it paid for pennies on a dollar. Then you bring it over here and you sell it for uh, 5000 more than what you pay to get it made for. So that's people don't want to look at that part of it. Uh, Neva Patel, thank you for watching tonight. Uh, tell a friend, share it with a friend. So far, we talked about uh, uh, Coach Deion Sanders uh, taking over the head coaching position at JSU Jackson State University, in case you don't know what JSU is. I have a lot of friends that went to JSU. Their family members went to JSU, and some of their nieces have gone to JSU. So um, shout out to Coach Deion Sanders for getting that position. We also talked about a Foot Locker uh, starting tomorrow. You could go to Foot Locker and get registered to vote for the upcoming election. We have until October the 5th here in Dallas. So, and that's going to be over 200 stores across the U.S. where you could go to Foot Locker and get registered to vote. Um, then we also talked about Pastor Ricky Rush and the allegations that came came out about him. Uh, I seen it first yesterday. Then it, I've been seeing it more and more today. And then I watched the video from... Um, the investigator for Dallas Morning News. Um, so that's what we've been talking about so far tonight. I know last night, um, Radio, I don't see your buddies on here. They asked about a couple of cases, and I did what I said I was going to do. I actually um, uh, pulled them up to find out what was going on. David, um, Captain uh, David Doran that was killed in St. Louis. Um, he was a retired captain, police captain. Um, I guess he was killed around August 25th. He was, was responding to a call to a pawn shop that he was doing security for. And they did catch the suspect. I guess it was around the 7th of, uh, July, uh, Stephen Cannon, Jamin, Jimmy Robertson, and Samuel Simpson. They all been been arrested and charged for it. Um, I say all the time, you do the crime, you must do the time. So they was definitely wrong. They was trying to rob the pawn shop and end up taking an innocent life, somebody who was protecting the pawn shop. Um then uh, they also asked about, uh, uh, oh, it was one I forgot about. Uh, while doing that story, I found another one came out of uh, Calif- uh, California, I believe. Um, a shooting of Sean Monterosa, where a 22-year-old Latino American was fatal shot by uh, a police officer, Jared Tun. Uh, Jared Tun was driving an undercover police uh, truck. While driving his truck, um, I guess he was pulling uh, Sean over and 
Sean had his hands up in the air and the cops shot through the window, shot and killed them. So there's a lawsuit coming out with this. And not only that, this cop actually had a record. He had a record of doing these type of things. And that's why I say all the time, you know, nobody is perfect. But once somebody show you um, what type of person they are, especially a police officer, uh, a lot of them we hear about these officers they do stuff they get cleared they stay on the force and it's on down the line after they've done so much then they finally get charged if this officer had a record of of abuse and power he never should have should have been there he should have been out off the force uh shouldn't even be allowed to be a crossing guard so that's why we talk about uh, Black Lives Matter, and uh, we got to stand up for it. We have to. Um, then, um, so that's that's what's going on tonight. If it's something um, you have want to speak on, put it in the chat. We can talk about it. Also, um, a positive story story here in Dallas. Um, there's a new program because in the southern part of Dallas, um, a lot of the southern part of Dallas, there's no grocery stores, none whatsoever. Um, yes, it is. Uh, radio said it's a lot of big cases coming up in the next year. Yes, it's, it's crazy. Uh, a lot of them, that's why it's important because some of these cases may go to the highest court, the Supreme Court, and we need people that's going to be fair in the Supreme Court. That's why we shouldn't nominate anyone until after the election. We're 43 days away from the election, and Trump should not be trying to put no one in there at this time. Um, but also... Um, uh, something positive that came out of Dallas. I was reading some stuff and ran across this. Um, uh, like I was saying, in the southern part of Dallas, there's not a grocery stores for at least a mile or so away. And when you don't have transportation, like you have to depend on public transportation, trying to go to the store sometimes can be impossible. Um, but I ran across the story, the people fridge operation. Um, they, what they do right now, they currently have one refrigerator set up outside a store and if you need food, you able to go there, get food out, or if you want to donate to them, you can put food in. And I believe they have um, uh, someone there uh, Tuesday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. And 
1 p.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday. Right now, the only location they have set up is 4466 South Marcellus Avenue in Dallas, Texas. Um, it's a real good cause because I believe they have a program like this up in New York and someone heard about it and they say, hey, let's do it here in Dallas. So they have one currently and on October the 3rd, they're going to start having one in DeSoto, Texas. So if you're able to donate to them, I don't have a phone number on them. I just seen like the little news article on it, the video for it. I don't have a phone number, but if you're able to donate uh, non-perishable food, definitely drop it off at the location during that time. Um, that's at 4466 South Marcellus in Dallas. Um, I want to say that's, um, I forgot the forgot the name of that cross street, but it's not too far from uh, 35 and Loop 12. So um, if you're familiar with the area, definitely go over there down the street from uh, South Oak Cliff out High School. Go over there and drop it off. And um, there are hours again, a Tuesday through Thursday from 11 to 7. No, Tuesday through Saturday from 11 to 7 p.m. And on Sundays from 1 to 5 p.m. And if someone know more information about that organization, definitely put it in the chat for we can make sure we're giving out the correct information. Or if you have a phone number for the contact person, um, I'm actually going to uh, try to go out there tomorrow and uh, find out what they need and make a donation myself. So. Um, it's definitely a good cause. So let's, let's give a helping hand to the people in the community. And if you need food, you're able to come out there, get food. And if you're able to donate, donate. So let's, uh, definitely work together because during this time, there's a lot of people who haven't gone back to work that is still struggling and we should be able to help my brother and sisters to um, uh, get him a helping hand. Because right now, some people having to make a decision between medication and food or food and rent. So any anything will help. I don't know if they'll sell um, uh, cash donation, but... I'm going to try to go by there tomorrow and uh, talk with the young lady and hopefully we can get some more information out on it and go from there because right now we're all going through tough times. So, and any, any little thing will help. And, um, so, uh, not really, um, yeah, radio asks if COVID under control in Dallas. Um, no, last month uh, Trump told um, told the cities not to report them 
Some days they'll say, oh, we got a backlog, so the numbers go up. Then next day they go down. We don't know. I don't know because sometimes the news, I don't hardly see them talk about it that much anymore, but I can't even tell you. I know that we're about to reach 200,000 deaths in the U.S., Um, but as for here in Dallas, um, the news are kind of shaky on some of them because they try to they pushing to get the schools open, pushing to get um, uh, the schools open. Then a lot of people still going out having a good time. Matter of fact, um, this just came out 15 minutes ago. Dallas have added 316 new COVID-19 cases today and two deaths. That's just in Dallas. That's not including um, uh, all of Texas. So I can get that for you in just a minute. But one death is too many. And if I still say it all the time, if we had a great leader that took this virus serious enough, we would not be in a predicament that we're in now. If he did not fire the team that was in place that was given to him, we would not be in this predicament. I think we could have had it under control and he still don't hardly wear a mask. He still want to hold rallies. Had one this weekend in North Carolina. A lot of them did not wear. Well, some of them did wear masks, but he had one in Vegas last week, in Nevada uh, last week, and a lot of them did not wear a mask. So it's just so many people, you don't know who have it, who don't have it. And unfortunately, with that being said, these people travel back home, wherever they came from. And if they don't know they have it, they could pass it on to other people. I've known uh, two people that I know personally that have had it. They was cured of it. But at the same time, it's, it's still a scary thing to deal with. Um, so not getting the right information is not good, but Hey, Trump don't care. Like he said, he, um, he get tested all the time and they complain about all the testing that, that, that is going on. I think at one point Trump was saying, well, if we didn't test that much, we wouldn't get that many results. And then we still have the Karens and Kens going to these business, refusing to wear a mask. And then what happened, they get upset when someone says something to them about it. Well, just wear a mask. Once you get in your car, take it off. Take it off. But while you're in this business, wear your mask. Protect yourself. Protect everybody else. So. 
but it it's still the numbers are still pretty high. Um, we had some schools that that had to go and um, go back to virtual learning again because of it. Um, had some students come in that had it. Matter of fact, I think this was um, I forgot what state it was in. Some parents threw a party uh, for their child. And I think they said pretty much everybody who came to the party tested positive. And they're talking about filing charges against those parents that that um, hosted that party. Um, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, um Um, do, 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 do. They, um, they're talking about uh, uh, filing charges against the parents because um, they never should have uh never should have done it they they really have um trump trump trying to he's catering to certain people and that's kind of like when we had people protesting talking about open the cities back up um open the cities back up and then they're talking about they were showing up at government business um at government uh, state capitals going in there armed with rifles and handguns and demanding that they open the state back up but unfortunately um you can't really do that because, and that's why I say they was catering to a certain group of people. Because if that was, if I went up in a government office with a with a rifle, shotgun, I probably won't make it up the first step. They probably will shoot me dead right away. And but nothing was done. Nobody was arrested. And they bogart. They way past security. Nothing happened. Um. So that's uh like I said, we're doing a, a live show, so if something come up we wasn't prepared for, uh, we could pull it up. That happened um oh, there's a couple of cases this happened. Um I see one in New Jersey. But I thought it was Georgia somewhere that uh the family was hosting host a party here recently and now the school have to shut down. Well they have to go virtual because so many of the students had um tested positive for COVID nineteen. Uh, yeah. Uh 
they really tried to open it up where they did open it up too quick. I think if we would have took the time and stayed on lockdown a little bit longer, I feel like it would have, we probably would be out of it by now. Um, But as long as we're out there and unfortunately, some people, they feel like, they losing focus because they looking at, oh, we have sporting events going on. We have um, restaurants opening back up today. I want to say it's the first time they open up 75% here in Dallas and in, in Texas. Um, but with them opening back up, people are looking at, oh, everything opening back up. We're not we okay now, but the reality, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. The coronavirus is still real, and there's still not a cure for it, even though listening to Trump, he's saying that we should have a vaccine here pretty soon, and they're talking about making a mandate that everybody take it, and that's not not good. Uh, you're trying to rush and get it done before the election, which it could have been done if you left the team in place. We probably would not deal with this, would not have had to deal with this if you left that team in place that was put in place to prevent a pandemic from happening. But I think six weeks was too quick. Um, And I say all the time, they trying to force all these schools to open back up. But guess what? They kids not going to those schools. Um, They not going. Most of them not even in school. And if they are in school, they won't be going to um, going back to it. Not on campus. They won't. So. If it's not good enough for your own kids to go, but you're trying to force people to send their kids back, that's not that's not good. And I also say that um, if you don't see politicians um, campaigning, uh, kissing babies, hugging babies, and uh, trying to get votes, something ain't right. Um, Exactly. He said Trump strewed this up so bad. This is 9-11. The one thing Trump can't control is how he will be remembered in history. Yeah, his history is bad. And he's talking about he did an interview with Chris Wallace. I think it was last month. And Chris Wallace asked him, said, hey, uh, if you lose this election in November, are you going to be willing to leave? He said, I don't know. He said, that's another concern. He's talking about he don't know if he's willing to leave. Man, you should have packed your bags a long time ago. But nobody is looking at how all these big business are doing things to make sure people can let their voice be heard at the poll. With all the NBA arenas opening up to be a voting location, 
that's beat value because it's no way a per nobody have no reason for not voting in this election. Not unless you're just unable to. But if you able to get registered to vote, you definitely need to get out and vote. Get out and vote. It should be no excuses. Um call a call your neighbor. Call um anybody to come and um get you to the poll. And I know at one point, uh and I don't know if Dart doing it this year, but maybe they can Dart is uh our bus service here in Dallas. Maybe they can uh, do something where you can ride the bus free to the pole. Who knows? But we need to make sure everybody is getting out to vote. And it's important. It's definitely important. We need to vote. And we need to get him out of office. That's all to it. He, he got to go. He definitely have to go. Um, but yeah, so it's, um, I don't know, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting as we get closer to the election, it's going to be very interesting because every day Trump says something crazy, um, on Twitter and, he will say pretty much anything. He he just don't care. Um, and people think he's uh, um, right about it. And so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Trump just need to um, um, definitely um, Take a step back. He need to take a step back and and um and just look at himself in the mirror and be like, man, is this what I really want? Is this how I want people to remember me by? Because he's really messing up a lot of livelihood. Um he he's messing up everything. And he'll come out and say, Oh, the economy is doing good and um no depends on who you're talking to. When you're talking to regular people like myself, no, it's really not all that great. It might be doing good to you, but we're talking about the the, the people that don't make as much money as you. So um, but that's what we're talking about tonight. Um, and if, um, if you ever have a, um, have a, um, subject you want us to speak on, you can always send it in. Uh, we will be more than happy to, uh, talk about it, speak on it and, um, uh, and, and be able to get it out there. And uh, you can always send an email uh, to the email on the board. Um, <laughs> that's about right here. He said uh, Trump have a 70% disapproval rating here in Canada. Uh, 
yeah, it, it's pretty high here also because a lot of people lost faith in Trump. I never did trust him. That's just my opinion. I didn't trust him. Um, I haven't trusted him shoot in a long time. So um, once I found out his background, how he'd been sued because he didn't want to have minorities living in his hotel or in his uh, apartment building, um, how he did Central Park 5, taking out an ad in the newspaper. And that's why it's important to do history on people. And I I don't trust him as long as I can see him. And he's just not a, he's not qualified to be a president. Now, he tried to say that about Joe. Now, I'm not saying Joe is squeaky clean, which nobody is squeaky clean, but at the same time, we got a choice. It'll continue to deal with this foolishness that we're dealing with now or try something different. And right now, I prefer to try something different instead of keep dealing with the same thing we've been dealing with. And that's the way I see it. Uh, <laughs> well, you can always tell when uh, he get off strip because he he started to fumble quite a bit. Um, he always kind of get off strip and you can pick it up and he'll start saying, oh, it's very good. Uh, very nice people. Really, really nice. When he starts saying stuff like that, he, he adding his own stuff into it. Um, because he don't like to follow um, follow what people ask him to do. So that's that's just Trump. He's one of those people have to be control have to be in control of everything that he do. And sometimes you just need to sit back, especially when you leading um the so called free world because it's not free for everybody. <laughs> and when you're leading America like that, um, that's why you have staff in place. Um, I believe when he talked about cleaning the swamp, we seen how many different people he fired on his staff that he put in those positions. Um, <laughs> yeah. And and they say Pence is worse than him, but but neither one of them is good. Uh, neither one of them got my vote. I did not vote for them. Um, matter of fact, when Trump showed his true color when President Obama was running, that's when he showed his true colors and. From that point, I lost all interest of him. I used to watch his his reality shows, and I said, nope. As for me and my household, we're not watching that mess. Um, 
Because once he showed no horns came out, I said, no, I'm good. We're not watching that. So, and we stopped watching it. Matter of fact, um, shoot, it had to be a long time ago. I don't know what Trump, it's hard. I follow him on Twitter because sometimes I do, I need a good joke. I need a good laugh because if you just wait, <laughs> you just wait a little bit, he's going to say something crazy and you're going to be like, I know he didn't just say that. I know he didn't. It's to the point where um, have former First Lady Michelle Obama came out and said, if they did any of this that Trump is doing, they would have got him out of office immediately. So, and it's just, it's not, um, it's not good. It's not good at all. Um, because Trump really just needed to go and sit down. Uh, I'm looking at now, um, he just tweeted five minutes ago. I was thrilled to be back in Ohio tonight with thousands of lore, hardworking American patron. 43 days from now, we're going to win Ohio. And we're going to win four more years in the White House. Secure your vote here. Uh, no. And looking at this uh, picture that he posted. Uh, can't really tell because they had a back to you. But from what I can see from the side, a lot of them are not wearing a mask. So that's not not good. And they hold it up, make American great signs. And my question will be, when have America ever been great? For black people, minorities, they never have been. So, uh, exactly. Um, Trump has such thin skin. Why would you want to be president if you can't have handle criticism? It's like being a, a waiter if you hate dealing with the public. Exactly. If if he cannot get his way, it's a problem. If Trump cannot have his way, it's always going to be a problem. And that's not the type of person that we need. Uh, we need somebody who's going to stand up for what's right. And, um, and um, make sure everything is... Is is on the up and up. And that's kind of like um, um, he actually threw his weight around to block um, uh, the post office for sending all the residents masks out. But I believe he's giving out some masks at at these rallies. Um. And I'm like, okay, but why not 
let them send it out to everybody. That's that's the type of stuff he do. And that's the type of person we don't need in office anymore. Um, it's time to get him out. He spent this four years. Let's remove him and keep on moving. Um, we've taken a loss. And uh, uh, we've taken a loss. And uh, for the ones that voted for him, I, I hope y'all happy. That's what that's what happened when uh, we vote for a reality star. That's what happened. That's what you're going to get. You're going to get the reality um, treatment. So but hey, um, I know it's Monday night. A lot of people probably out watching the game and have a lot of New Orleans uh, fans. So a lot of them probably watching the game, enjoying that. So I'm going to have to look at during this season, uh, probably cut off uh, Monday nights. I don't know. I'll see how it work out. But you, right now you can find us on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time. Um, if you see me online, you can always chat with me. I'm a talker, so I don't mind. Uh, chatting um you can always um uh send us an email uh, uh, exactly exactly and he never said anything about it um uh, when he raised the birthday issue it took um hold among voters but what's funny is ted cruz was born in Canada and ran for president. No problem. As a matter of fact, Ted Cruz is on the short list um, to be in the Supreme Court. So that's another issue. Um, and Ted Cruz, he got to go from here. <laughs> um, he's another one that we need to get out of office. Um Need to get Greg Abbott, Dan Patrick, um, Ken Paston, Greg, and uh, uh, Ted Cruz. They all need to go. And they need to go. So that's, um, we don't need leaders like that. We need leaders that's going to be for everybody. I said a long time ago when, um, uh, Greg Abbott changed his executive order to please um, um, to please the um, um, the shop owner here. He changed it to please her. I didn't like him in the first place, and that really made me not like him because he pleasing only certain people, kind of like. He wants to do a, um, a a back the blue pledge to get people to um, uh, a back the blue pledge to get people to sign against uh, defunding the police. But I said what he should do, since he is the governor, what he should do 
Put it on the polls. Let the people decide. Even though it should be up to the cities to decide if they want to defund the police because the police department do work for the city. And a lot of people, what they do is say, oh, if we defund the police, crime's going to go up. We're not talking about getting rid of the police department. We're talking about taking certain amount of money from them and put it in other areas. Like when, um, um, when it's a mental health call to prevent someone from being killed on a mental health call because an officer may or may not be trained to deal with it. So they can have some professionals come out that is trained with it, that can take control of the situation and everybody go home safe that night. Um, it was incident last month where uh, a police officer came out and the mother called about a 13-year-old son and said that, hey, he has some mental issue. You need to go to the hospital, get some more medication, and as the police came, the young man seen the officer pull up and he took off running and the cops shot him. Luckily, the young man survived. But still, if it was somebody who was trained in that area, it that could have been prevented. And I'm 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 tired of the cops. Instead of you chasing somebody, you prefer to shoot first. That don't make sense. That don't make sense at all. Um, but radio said that was a, a close Senate race last time. Yes, it was. And I think people are pretty much tired of uh, Ted Cruz. He he got to go. He have to go. Um, if you're not for everybody, you got to go. What's going on, OT? Ryan Thomas coming into the house. Thank you for tuning in. Um, bit supporter. Um, that's actually, if you ever heard me talk about uh, my good friend, Ryan Thomas, that, that dealt with me doing a lot of things when we had the show, uh, dealing with malicious parent syndrome. I talked about him in the show because he was one of those people that I could call him two, three o'clock in the morning. No matter what time it was, he never complained. We prayed together um, when I was going through that that time. And um, that's a true friend, true friend for life. So, um, um, so shout out to him and his beautiful wife. Um, but so that's that's what we dealt with tonight. Dealt with um, uh, Deion Sanders, Coach Sanders, got the JSU uh, head coach for the football team. Uh, Foot Locker starting tomorrow, the 22nd. Uh, you can actually um, go to any Foot Locker nationwide and uh um go nationwide and um register to vote starting tomorrow. Anywhere in the US you could go to Foot Locker, get registered to vote. Um we also talked about um 
past the Ricky Rush. Um, that's a sad situation if it's true or if it's not true. Either way, it's sad. Um, so I need to pray for them. Then we also talked about Trump uh, threatening to sign an executive order to keep President Biden at becoming president. Never heard that ever done. And I don't think it can legally be done. I don't know. I'm not in law. But that's kind of that's kind of where he said he feel like he could sign it. And and that should tell people he's nervous about this election. Um, he's worried about it because how, why are you going to sign an executive order to try to prevent somebody from beating you in the election? That don't even make sense. You're right, Orion. We need to get out and vote. Got to vote, got to vote, got to vote. Get out there and let your voice be heard. Um, go to vote, vote.org. And if, um, uh, if you're not, you can check and see if you register to vote. If you have a, um, a felon, uh, you can actually, uh, most of the time, if you paid your dues, you paid your dues and you're not on papers anymore, you could get your voter rights, but depends on your state. If you go to voter.org, um, vote.org, um, you can actually go on there and it'll take less than 30 seconds to find out if you can get your voting right back. Um, Radio said he like executive order because he is only good at signing his name. You know, uh, somebody pointed out to me and they were like, seemed like every time he signed, he used one of those big um, uh, markers to sign with. And I'm like, no, it's a pen. They were like, no, it's a marker. And they sent me different pictures every time he signed. He used one of those big round markers to sign with. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that was just kind of strange. I was like, oh, I never thought about that. So, yeah, that's um, that's kind of strange with him. <laughs> uh, even T-Cow said, yes, vote, vote, vote. Got to get out and vote. Now, the thing is, your job cannot prevent you um <laughs> cannot prevent you from voting. It's your rights to go vote. I'm not saying go in there and say, hey, call in to go vote. You have an option. That's why they have early voting. Uh you can vote early. You can vote the day of. To beat the rush, vote early. Uh <laughs> radio so much. He used big lead marker. Exactly. That's the old, old big markers. Like, man, I, maybe, maybe he's having flashback from when he was a child and used to drawing with the markers or something. I don't know. I was like, yeah, that is a pretty big marker he have. And I'm like, man, that's crazy. Um, but all in all, we need to get out and vote. Let our voice be heard. 
take a friend with you. Somebody who you know that's not going to go vote or or don't want to go vote. Hey, encourage them to get out and vote. Get them registered. Make, say, hey, come on. Let's go vote. Uh, tell a friend. Take somebody with you. Um, I don't know if y'all seen that um, that town hall meeting he had last week. And this sister on there was talking about the health care. And he was, she was talking about the uh, Obamacare and was asking, why are you trying to change it? Whatever the case was. And he went to cut her off. <laughs> and she said, hold on. Let me finish my question first. And he probably wanted, he, he probably said some stuff when um, he got out back. Well, it's a lot of people fired up to vote here in America. Um, not only protesting, but we also need to get get out and vote. Um, we definitely need to get out and vote. Now, I did in the article with Foot Locker. One of the reasons why they're saying they're making that a voter registration to try to target young crowds to try to target them to get registered to vote. And if they could target them, we need to encourage them to vote. And unfortunately, some people just think they votes don't count because how Trump won the last, the last election. Um, so we have to reach out to those people and let them know it's important. That's the reason why they trying everything they can to prevent people from voting. But we, we still need to show up. Um, and you should be able to go online and get a, um, a sample ballot of your precinct for you can do your homework on each candidate that you're able to vote for and uh, do your history on them. But when you go to the ballots, you already know who you're going to vote for. And if I'm not mistaken, you could take that sample ballot to the polls with you. And that can speed up the process. Then you're not in that booth trying to figure out, oh, man, who did I say I was going to vote for? And you can't remember. Well, if you got the sample ballot, you just go off of that. It'll be the same thing like the regular ballot. You just cannot use the sample for your vote. But you could look at it and pick the proper one that you already unpicked out. Um, I can't believe the U.S. can't have a single player, a single payer system like we have here in Canada. We don't pay for health care here. That's right. Y'all don't. <laughs> um Y'all don't. Um, so let me ask you a question, Radio, because I know here in America, when the pandemic hit, I think they gave uh, each person that paid taxes $1,200. Uh, if you have kids, you got more money. But with 
with the way it worked here, they're still trying to decide if they're going to give out another stimulus package. How did that work in Canada for y'all when the pandemic hit? Um, did they freeze your mortgage, your rents? Um, did the governor uh, give y'all any type of uh, benefit from that? How did that work? Because here in America, it's really bad. Uh, you give people twelve hundred dollars, um, and I think it took three months to do that. And most people rent in an apartment, maybe anywhere from a thousand to fifteen hundred or more, depends on what size apartment you have. So, I'm just kind of curious: how did that work with with Canada when the pandemic hit? Did they give y'all any type of benefits? We know y'all don't pay for health care, but did y'all get any other benefits once the pandemic hit and they had to shut everything down? So just let me know. I know it's a lot. You're probably trying to type it all, but um, as soon as you answer, we'll put it up. But that's, um, we, we really need to get rid of Trump. It's time for him to go. In the middle of a pandemic, he's more concerned about how much water come out of a shower head. He's more concerned about TikTok. Maybe they ban him on TikTok and he upset. That may be the problem. He probably went on there and they told him no. No, no, I take that back. I know why he's so upset at TikTok. Because when he had that rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which should have been on June 19th, but he moved it to the 20th. When he had that rally, it was the young people in TikTok that got all those tickets and did not show up. Uh, um, so he's upset about that. That's the reason why he's targeting TikTok so much. They supposed to have been uh, shutting it down yesterday for it couldn't be downloaded anymore. But he extended it for a week because Walmart and another company is trying to purchase TikTok. And they're saying it should bring, I think, 2500 jobs to Texas or 25,000 jobs to Texas or something if if they um, if the deal go through so um, I just seen that and I'm trying to see if I can pull it up again it was on oh here it is um, trying to think that's not the one I'm looking for. The one I seen a while ago said how many jobs it will bring to Texas if the deal go through. But um, that's the reason why Trump is targeting TikTok. He, he's upset. They made all those plans have over, <laughs> over room, oversized room outside. Uh, making sure they had enough spots and the stadium was full, was empty when he did the rally up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. 
and nobody knew what happened until after the fact. So um, radio said they gave out stimulus checks uh, here as well. They did protect people from getting evicted, but now nearly everyone is back at work. So the economy is is getting going again slowly. See, that's how you should run a company. You look out for the people. And when they did the eviction freeze here, the first sign they was going to open up the states again, those eviction went through court. And some people have lost their lost their homes down in Houston. I think um, uh, before the last hurricane hit, it was some people lost their homes because they was evicted and the officers was having to go uh, and serve these people the papers to get them out, get them out their home. And that should be something that is protected. If we're in a pandemic, that should be mandatory to, hey, we're in a pandemic. Let us take care of our people. Uh, they the taxpayers. They the ones that's keeping us afloat. Let us take care of them. And unfortunately, that's not the way they look at it. It's all about how can they make money. And that's all to it. And um, Trump. Like he said, he's a businessman, and he's trying to wear, run this country like a business. You cannot do that. Um, you cannot run American like a business and think it's going to be successful. It's, it's, it won't work. It won't work. Like, there's a young lady here that's running, I want to say, up in Collin County. Um, she says she's not a politician. She's a businesswoman. And she using those terms to try to get elected because she's saying she's a businesswoman. Same thing Trump did. <laughs> Same thing. So up in Collin County, need to make sure we don't vote for this lady. Don't let her get, get the opportunity. Let her keep let her continue to run her business the way she want to run it, but not trying to get into public in a elected official position and think you're going to run it the same way like you run your business. No. Make sure she don't get in. That's how to prevent that. So, but hey, I really appreciate y'all coming on tonight. I thought uh, Jonathan was coming back tonight because I told him I was doing my homework. Marcella Smith, what's going on? Thank you for tuning in. Uh, uh, I don't... People say that, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I think um, with what they're doing with, with the pandemic, COVID-19, 
it it haven't been handled right. The one thing I can say about the COVID nineteen, it don't discriminate. It don't care who you are. It doesn't matter. It don't discriminate. Uh, it'll take you out. So I'm gonna say that's not completely true. I've heard people say that, but I'm gonna say no because it don't discriminate. It basically, if you get it, it's a flip of a coin. You may or may not make it. I said last week on last week's show, I was talking to um, a guy that that work at a hospital, a nurse, and he was telling me that. I went somewhere and I got out my vehicle without my mask on. And he said me go back and grab it. He said, man, I wish more people did that because I'm a nurse and people come into the hospital and the way that the hospital are going to do it. If you're not better in three days, they're going to put you on a ventilator. Going to put you on the ventilator. After that three days, being on the ventilator, they're going to pull you off the ventilator. And your family is not there to say, hey, don't put them on the ventilator or put them on the ventilator. It's no one there, just you and them. So they're making these decisions for you. And the problem is, um, the guy was telling me, he said, man, if you get COVID, you tell your family, Make sure they don't put you on the ventilator. Do not let them do it. Because that's going to cause more harm than anything. And you have a greater chance of dying because of it. So, and this is somebody who, who work in the medical field and have seen it. What's going on, cowboy from hell? Um, welcome to the show. So, I I just feel like the best way of protecting that, do everything you can to protect yourself. Kind of like they say in boxing, protect yourself at all times. If you got to go out, wear a mask. I know they're uncomfortable. I know they are. But wear it. Wear it and, um, and uh, keep it going. Um, catch up with somebody coming. Radio said Trump was $3 billion in debt at one time. Yep. I think he unfiled um, bankruptcy five, six times. I don't know. But one thing about Trump, when you see the Trump hotels, a lot of time it's not his hotel. He sell his name. So that's another thing. Um, then also, still, we haven't seen his taxes. And I've talked about this on past shows because it were reports came out. One reason why he don't want his taxes shown because we will see how many underage people, families he had to pay off um, for messing with underage people. And I'm saying people because uh, in the several cases, it was male and female. So I'm just saying. But 
people okay with having him as the president. I'm not. Um, Cowboy said uh, I had it with asymptomatic. It matters for people with uh, respiratory. Okay, so so let me ask you this, uh, Cowboy. Um, what were some of the signs you had, or did you have any? Uh, did you have any signs, or was anybody close to you affected, or how did you get it? I know you said you in Arizona, so um, so let us know how did you get it. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And and that's why that's why he made the comment about um about his uh Epstein wife, um Epstein girlfriend. He made the comment about her, said that um uh he called a other females, oh mean and nasty woman, but when he called talked about her, oh I wish her the best. But then he lied and said he didn't realize they stayed in the same neighborhood. You used to hang out with him. It's picture of y'all hanging out together. But he said he didn't know they lived in the same neighborhood. So uh, radio said COVID has one weird virus. Yes, it is. You never know. You don't know if you ain't sent about it. You may not realize you have it. Look at DL. Several months back, he didn't know he had it. He was performing. And all of a sudden, he passed out. That's when he found out he had it. Now, D.L. Healy, and he recovered from it. But at the same time, he didn't know. He did not know. Um, Cowboy from Hell said, I had direct contact, was tested, and came back positive through work. Okay. Um, classic politician denied, denied, denied. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's that's Trump nickname. I'm going to deny it to the end. But hell is going to bust wide open when some of these folks get there. Because what they lying about and what they doing it's just not right. It's not right. A lot of people still elected him after he was caught on audio talking about grabbing women by the kitty cat. And he never should have been in that position. How can how can you lead America and you're making comments like that about females? And then Kind of like what I said yesterday on the show. Um, he's talking about um, if he's able to nominate someone before the election, um, Roe versus Wade, um, <laughs> Roe versus Wade is at jeopardy because I think one of his nominees. It's against Roe versus Wade. So if he's able to get her approved, 
that's taking away women's rights. And that shouldn't be his choice. I talked about the uh, video, the, the interview that Chris Wallace did with Tom Cotton yesterday morning. And you can find it online. Just Google uh, Chris Wallace interview Tom Cotton. Tom Cotton is a politic, a Senate out of Arkansas who was announced last week being on Trump shortlist along with Ted Cruz. So when that came out, and if you listen to this interview, and I'm like, wow. And Chris refused to ask the question when Chris Wallace asked him. He said, hey, what about um, Roe v. Verse Wade? Well, you know where I stand on that, Ed. I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to go into detail. And if you follow me on Facebook, the story is on the page. It's about a 10-minute interview. But it's so interesting. It will go so quick. Definitely look at the interview. And uh, let me know your opinion. Uh, Cowboy said, I wish more people with a north skin color and just listen. You got great points, and I respect you for that. Hey, I appreciate it because one thing I'm going to always do, I'm going to tell you the truth. Um, If I make a mistake, I have no problem with coming back and saying, I'm wrong. I made a mistake on this. Um, um, yes, they will. Yes, they will. It's a lot of big cases coming up for the Supreme Court. And not only that, <laughs> one of the biggest one, because once Trump is removed from office, he's coming up on charges. That's why he don't want to leave. They they're gonna file charges against him. And once he come up, if he had the right people, because nine times out of ten, he's gonna fight it all the way up to the Supreme Court. And with doing that, it's gonna end up if he had the right people in place, they'll end up getting them off. Now, a lot of these sentences, and I talked about this yesterday, a lot of these sentences. Um, Tom Cotton, he was one of them. Uh, okay. All right. Cool. Cowboy. Uh, be safe out there in Arizona. You know, y'all, y'all have some rattlesnakes out there. Worse than Texas. <laughs> so, uh, and some coyotes too. So, uh, definitely be safe walking the pup. Um, but, um, uh, Tom Cotton, when the Senate no, when the Supreme Justice passed away nine months before the election, Tom Cotton was one of the ones that said, no, we need to wait until we get a new president in office. But now he's changing his story. 43 days away, no, we need to go ahead and move swiftly on this. Matter of fact, what really... <laughs> I'm getting better because I'm not cussing as much. Uh, what really upset me the other day was when uh, RBG passed away. I don't even think it was an hour later. 
Mitch McConnell was talking about they're going to move quick to replace her. I'm like, wait a minute. Her body not even cold yet. And you already going to move to replace her? I'm like, that don't make sense. How are you going to automatically try to replace her? And I remember her saying that she she did not want them to do anything until after the election. So, and she's one of the reasons why Roe vs. Wade haven't been taken out. But because she she fought for women's rights. Always did. She stood up for what was right. Um, so it's it's really crazy. And and you know what, um, radio, you're right. Um, he said I saw a Trump supporter who said she wanted them to repeal Obamacare and bring back the Affordable Care Act. She didn't know they were the same thing. Um, you're talking about a uh, roof. Um, well, that's another thing that that came up because they taken. Obamacare to the Supreme Court tried to get it appealed and it failed. The Supreme Court said, no, we're going to keep it in play. And that's one thing Chris Wallace asked Senator Tom Cotton. And he was like, well, it never should have been in place in the first thing. In the first way, the Supreme Court got it wrong. So that's some of the things that we're going to come up against if they go ahead and make a nomination before the election. We have to put the right people in place because with the Supreme Court, that's a lifetime position. They don't get fired out of that position. So it's like, hey, we need the right people in there. That is for everybody. Trump trying to hook all his homeboys up here. He got plenty of them out of jail. And now he's trying to set it up for once he leave office and he have to go before them. He could use that card. Hey, remember, I got you out. So I'm just saying this it's one of those things where, hey, at some point we got to do something different. I'm willing to take a shot with something new. I see what we have with him because he don't care about none of us. He only care about himself. And then as for the bailout, one of his, um, one of his homies who have a, um, a private jet business, he got the largest bailout. He got the largest bailout out of, out of all of them even larger than a major airline carrier making his, his partner's fat uh, pockets fat. So we have to stop that type of corruption and get him out. And then when was it last month? He finally admit, or no, two weeks ago, he just finally admit he didn't take the pandemic serious. Um, it's not just a uh, reverse wave. 
there are a lot of ruling that could affect Trump supporters in a negative way if they are not informed. Exactly. Exactly. And but people are so blind. First thing they say is Democrat versus Republican. First of all, I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. I care about what are you going to do for my community? How is it going to benefit us as a people? Are you going to be fair? Or are you just going to come to the black community to get votes during election? Then after that, you forget about us. And that's why I said in past shows with Biden and Harris, well, guess what? If they don't do what they say they're going to do, there'll be a one-term precedent. Because just like I'm talking about Trump got to go, in four years, I'll be saying the same thing about them. They will have to go too if they don't do what they say they're going to do. I'm not saying go in there and say, oh, I'm only going to target the black community or no, you need to be fair for everybody. But also, like for instance, here in Dallas, our leaders, we need grocery stores in the southern part of Dallas. We need more things in the southern part instead of having to drive two or three miles or five miles to get to a grocery store. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Uh, he said, I'm looking forward to Harris-Pence debate. Mike is going to have his hand for it. Oh, yeah, he will. And that's another thing. People talk about Harris' record and all of this, sending um uh, black man's to jail. She was a prosecutor. She was doing her job. Just because uh, they just so happen to be black. Well, what did they do to get in front of her? That's the question to ask. And I've asked many people that. What did they do to have to get in front of her? Well, a lot of people don't want to answer that question. That's the question that should be asked. Why were they in the court system in the first place? And they don't want to don't want to answer that. So and oh, when you're talking about uh, Harris and Pence, I'm waiting for. Uh... OK, I didn't know that. Says she went to high school in Canada. I wasn't aware of that. Um, I'm waiting for uh, Trump and Biden get together. It, I'm going to say it'd probably be best they do a virtual because <laughs> it might be some, uh, some, some furniture moving when they get together because Trump going to try to fast talk him and Joe might, might forget what he's doing. <laughs> and, um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be some, uh, it's going to be a lot of trash talking. 
and Trump gonna try to out talk him and and Joe Biden need to eat his sweeties that morning because he need to come with it. Don't hold, don't hold bar, no hold bar. Just, just come with it, flow with it. Uh, Trump come to you wrong, let him have it. Don't bite your tongue. Do like you would do if y'all was uh, sitting back, uh, <laughs> sitting back in the uh, in in a cigar bar or something. Um, I wonder if Trump will be sniffing through the debate. Like last time in twenty six, I don't know if he still had that, <laughs> have that um, that issue no more. It's probably kind of hard for him to do that now, allegedly do that because I heard some stories of reason why he kept sniffing. So I don't know. He probably, I don't think he still have that issue because there's too many people around him. So, um, but hey, that's what the street said because he kept <laughs> and touching his nose. It just kind of looked kind of strange and I'm like, hey, I don't know. No, oh, excuse me. Um, so he probably, I, that's going to be a debate go down in history because I just feel like something is going to happen. Something is going to be said that is that old saying, uh, all hell break loose. I just feel like it's going to be like that. That particular night, um, <laughs> I I actually recorded. I think the first night. I just haven't been enthused about watching it. I'm like, you know what? That'd be too much time. I cannot get back. And they said he was crying on one of them. On one night, he was crying. So. I'm just saying, he crying and emotions everywhere. And they say certain things kind of kind of get your emotions going. And one minute you happy, next minute you crying. You don't know if you're coming or going. So I I don't know. Um, I know his girlfriend. I want to say his girlfriend tested positive of COVID uh, several months back and you never heard anything else about it. So I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Pence and Biden debate and then um, Trump and um, um uh, Biden. I said Pence and Biden. I meant Pence and Harris and Trump and uh Biden. That's going to be a very interesting debate. Um, but I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Hopefully, it's not on the night that um 
our regular shows are on. If it is, I may just have to come on later that night or come on before the debate and then come on later after that. So because I'm going to definitely watch those and it's going to be interesting. But um, I'm trying to figure out why is he still on my stream? Um, I forgot I was on his Twitter. <laughs> Every time I look up, I see him. In uh, the first one, I don't know, but I know Chris Wallace is going to be the one for Trump and Biden. Um, that's going to be real interesting because even though Chris Wallace is on Fox News, Chris is straight to the point. He don't care who you are. He's going to ask those hard questions and he's going to going to ask you until till he get an answer. So. Um, so that's going to be interesting. I know he's doing Trump and Biden debate. I'm not sure who's doing um, uh, Pence and Harris. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, I can pull it up real quick and see. I know it's October the 7th at the University of Utah. I'm trying to see who's, uh, if they say who the moderator is going to be. Not sure. I'm not seeing it on here. It just says it's October the 7th. Um, and go from there. Um, no, I think Chris, I believe Chris Wallace said he was doing the Trump Biden debate, which I feel like that would be really good. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Fox News, but the last couple of months, they have been holding Trump accountable. See, that's something else you got to pay attention to. Because at first, Fox News was Trump fan. But now they starting to hold him accountable, too. So, uh, Joe Rogan, no. I'm I'm hoping uh, it's Chris Wallace. That's what he said yesterday. Um, that will be interesting because... When I seen Chris do a one-on-one interview with Trump last month, he asked the hard questions, and he he told Trump, he said, hey, uh, uh, the polls are saying uh, Biden is winning. Of course, Trump said those are fake numbers, and he showed them to him, and Trump was like, no, that's fake. I don't know where you got it from. So... It's going to be real interesting 
which I think Chris Wallace always been a a really upscale guy. Um, yeah, I I think he'll be skeptical of doing that after um, uh, the last guy he went on this show for eighteen times and told uh, <laughs> told secrets. Um, he actually um, didn't take the pandemic serious enough. And and to be honest with you, because you didn't take it serious, it's on your watch. It's your responsibility to make sure the people are safe. And you refuse to do that because you didn't take it serious enough. So that may that could possibly be another charge they're gonna charge him with because it been over Almost 200,000 lives in America been lost. Now, I said it last week or whenever he came out with it. Um, when Bill Clinton was in office and they got him out. Well, they was getting him out uh, because he lied about a... Uh, relieving pressure and um he didn't kill nobody well allegedly didn't kill nobody now <laughs> but at the same time here it is trump because he didn't take this pandemic serious enough almost 200,000 americans have lost their life on his watch and that seemed like that should be a charge within itself. Um, we all do. <laughs> we all do. We we all do. Matter of fact, um, when was Trump's birthday? June fourteenth, I believe. <laughs> Everybody, people was tweeting Trump. Uh, Today is National Obama Day. And was sending them pictures of uh, Obama for his birthday. And I probably sent about three or four myself. But um, yeah, we all miss uh, Mr. Obama's. And I wish they could have ran again. Um, that would have been lovely. But hey, the law is in place for a reason. And we're at the point now. Trump have spent this time too long, and it's time for him to go. So, come November, uh, uh, come November the third, he gotta go. Jesus, water into wine. So, see, Kanye just just posted uh I don't know what this is, but he got Jesus water into wine set. Brand new 100% Lego parts. So I guess he coming out with Legos called the Jesus water into wine set. <laughs> okay. Uh <laughs> 
I then uh, they went on a trip or something together at one point. Or they hung out or something, right? Um, I think that happened several years back. Um, I think right after he got out of office or something, they hung out on a boat or something. And and that's the type of leader you want. Somebody who's going to make friends and not enemies. Everybody who, almost everybody who Trump have dealt with have became an enemy. Now, last week, <laughs> he went and signed the... Um, Witnesses a signing of uh, some foreign country, uh, a peace agreement, but he making it chaos here. How can ooh, I almost went there. How can you sign and go somewhere and witness a peace agreement, but here it is in your own country, it's completely chaos. It don't make sense. It don't make sense at all because... Shoot, for the last nine months, we've been been struggling. I say nine months because we didn't find out until to March. But they saying that the COVID nineteen been around since November or December. So I'm gonna just say nine months, almost ten months. It's just March when. People start paying more attention to it, but technically it was out November, December 2019. So, but hey, uh, um, but that's what we got going on for tonight. Tomorrow night, um, I'm still working on some stories. Hopefully, hopefully, um. Exactly. He do. He do. Um, but the reality, they don't care about him. And he don't care about them. That's the sad part about it. Um, he come in trying to th- throw his weight around. And at some point, enough is enough. I've had enough. And that's why November the third is is very important. We have to, by any means necessary, get out and vote. When early voting start, we need to start voting. If you able to get people a ride to the poll, well, I know we're still in a pandemic, but um, try to find you some hand sanitizer, some gloves, some masks. Get people a ride. Some Lysol, spray them down before they get in your vehicle. Um, exactly six weeks away. And we gonna we have to make a difference. We have to. We got to make a change. We need people to show up at the polls like they did when um, the first time President Obama was elected. We need to show up and... We don't want it to be a close call where it have to be a recount because they broke it down. They said, look, when it's all said and done, uh, Nancy Pelosi could be the president. 
if if it's so close and if they can't come to a decision by January the 20th, she could be the president. But at this point, hell, <laughs> I, I don't care. It could be Tweety Bird. Long as it's not Trump, I don't care. Um, long as we get him out of office, that's what's important. But, um, oh man, we've been on here a long time tonight. But, hey, radio, click the notification. I don't know if, um, if you have a YouTube page, if you do subscribe to the channel, make sure it's not private. I will follow you back. That's anybody, even, um, um, what was his name? Came in kind of late. Um, came in on YouTube a while ago. Uh, trying to find his comment. <coughs> no, excuse me. Um, the other gentleman, oh, Marcellus uh, Smith, uh, Mr. Smith. Um, make sure if you're on YouTube, um, like, subscribe, get the notification for whenever we come on. We normally come on Sunday. Monday and Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Time on Thursday night. Um, Miss Risky is on the show. She's my co-host on Thursday. So we try to catch up and have a good time. Uh, we talk about a lot of different things that's going on. Some things people may have never heard about. Um, so we definitely uh, try to do a lot of stuff. It it doesn't matter if you have one video or not. Um, I will follow you back. Uh, you follow me, I'll follow you back. Just make sure it's not private for I can be able to get to it. Because if it's private, it won't show up. So, but I I will follow you follow you back. Um, and definitely uh, check out other videos I have on there. Um, <clears throat> we deal with a lot of different things. Uh, not just po uh, politics, but we talk about different things. Uh, Sometimes we have counselors that come on the show. Uh, check out some of those shows with the counselors because um, at some point we all need need to take counseling. There's nothing wrong with taking counseling. So um, last time we had one on, we talked about uh, malicious parent syndrome, uh, dealing with a malicious parent syndrome. Check out the video. It's great. I don't know if um, you know someone who have kids or if you have kids, but dealing with that parent, that's a great show to watch. There's some signs you could look at. Um, also, um, we have some dealing with grief in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, things that you could do to uh, uh, okay uh, that's great definitely do it um, I don't know if I support all music so um, so definitely uh, check it out so um, but yeah check it out um, check out the past shows we talked about um, I'm working on something. Um, 
I'm doing some research on some stuff. Uh, follow up to uh, uh, a show we did several months back. So I'm trying to get more information and uh, we're going to try to bring highlight to things. Uh, anything I talk about, if it's dealing with the police, I do reach out to them and try to find out the information. Um, and also, kind of like last night when I talked about the officer in Alabama got pulled over on our way to work. Um, hopefully, um, appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to um, um, I reached out to her, so hopefully we could get her on pretty soon and we can talk with her because she's working on some things to um, uh, from the incident that happened. She's working on some things to to make people aware of it. And she's actually on YouTube, too. Um, so trying to work it out. We could get her on and talk about it. So um, hopefully we can do that. But tomorrow night, um, we're going to do some updates on a couple of uh, incidents. The one that happened in Elk Grove It's a part two of the video i seen today. So we're going to talk about that and talk about any other stories that come up between now and then. So um, tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central Time, we will be back on. And if you have a subject you want us to speak on, definitely leave it in the chat. I appreciate everyone for tuning in. Uh, radio, welcome. Um, Marcella Smith. Um, also, um, Cowboy from Hell. Uh, T. Cal, um, Orion Thomas, Miss Lockett, uh, Neva Patel, and anyone else I cannot see that joined the show tonight. I appreciate each and every one of y'all for listening. I love y'all. Until tomorrow night, talk to you soon. Peace.